everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 305th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we are once again back with the Jurassic Mailbag for the first mailbag of 2022. Jennifer Evans once again is back to help me sift through that mailbag and get to the bottom of all your thoughts and concerns for the past few months. Now, just in case you want to be a part of the next mailbag, you can call our voicemail line, 732-825-7763. You can email us your audio files. Send those over to jurassicparkpod at gmail.com, or you could head to our contact page over on jurassicparkpodcast.com to fill out our contact form. Now, even though you have not heard this month's episode just yet, we are already collecting questions for the next mailbag. Now, before we get started, I'd like to take care of some very quick business. Uh, We're just going to skip right over to YouTube. Now, last week, uh, I haven't really done a lot over on YouTube, but I did do a live stream. We talked all about your top fives of 2021. We talked a lot about what's coming up in 2022. There was a lot of really, really fun stuff in that episode. So please go check out that live stream. This week, we are doing yet again another live stream Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't know what we're going to be discussing. You better send me some ideas. I have no clue. But uh, as always, I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. And I just want to shout out to everybody who's helped support the channel over there. Uh, Outside of the Jurassic Gives Back charity drives and things like that, you've also been so generous helping us here, uh, supporting us at the podcast. So thank you so, so much to each and every person who's sent us a super chat over on YouTube. We really, really appreciate it. So we will be going live again this Wednesday night, so we'll see you there. But that's enough. Why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off by diving into the first Jurassic Mailbag of many for 2022. Jurassic Mailbag. 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 Jurassic Mailbag with Brad Jost and Jennifer Tarek. Welcome back to the Jurassic Mailbag for the month of January. It is the first mailbag of 2022. We've uh, we've crossed over from 2021 and we're here at the start of a new year, which is going to bring us uh, Jurassic World Dominion and so many other things, I feel like. So there's going to be plenty to talk about here on the mailbag. So let me go ahead and welcome in Jen. How you doing? Hi. Happy 2022. <laughs> this is uh it's going to be a crazy year. I and I I don't know what people are going to want to talk about. Uh there's going to be a lot, I'm sure. Um 
But uh, did we, we we did December, right? I think <laughs> I'm always trying to remember um, what was our last one. I think we did December. I think we this is I like think consecutive. We did. Somehow, um, you know what? Somehow between the holidays, we're making it happen because that would have been after Thanksgiving. I think we we did it, and now it's after these holidays, and here we are again. Yeah. And and some of the like I will say some uh, we've we've had a lot of like repeat calls over the past several months. So what I've done typically is just just air like one of those, one or two of them. Um, and I have some that are left over from previous months. So I think the the oldest one we have is from like September. Um, so but there's a lot of current stuff, too. So hopefully everybody's like, I don't know. Usually everybody's like on the same wavelength. I don't know what that wavelength is going to be across multiple months, but I'm interested to find out. I, I have no idea what it's going to be. They probably all link together. Somehow it always happens that way. It does. It does. Now, uh, I yeah, I have no idea what these people are going to talk about. But I know you have not seen the entirety of Camp Cretaceous yet. <laughs> Somehow, sorry, sorry to bring that up. You were probably like, "Don't mention that." But uh, but I'll try my best to kind of stay away from spoilers if I can. I'll mute some stuff or drag the volume down. Um, but uh, wh what else has been going on in Jurassic? Has there been anything else that like? you've been keeping up on or, or, or anything like that? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I was thinking about that today because I knew we were doing this tonight here and I don't think so. I mean, it's literally just Camp Cretaceous that I'm on episode. I finished episode five, so I have six more to go. That's where I'm at. And I'm, I'm just bad at homework. That was just bad <laughs> homework right there. But um, other than that, I don't think I we haven't really gotten any news. We since we just did yeah. this last month, and then the holidays, there like hasn't been anything. There, there was like an article, I think, um, sometime in December, right? Uh, it's probably after we we recorded last. Um, what was that from Empire? Yeah, I think there was Empire article. So there was a little uh, bit of stuff in there, a little bit of stuff in there. Um, yeah, did you, did you guys end up getting anything like uh, for the holidays? Did you get any uh, Jurassic goodies or anything like that? Ooh, I got the Jurassic chessboard. Oh, nice, nice. It's, that it's thing's so awesome. hard though because you, like your brain is trained to know what the pieces do like automatically, <laughs> and then I have like a little picture at the very bottom just on the back of the pieces, and that is it's so hard because you don't oh. see the it on the other person's pieces because that's facing them, and you have to remember like what dinosaur does what, and I was like, this is so hard. Like I'm a I like chess. I'm a good play a chess player. I think hmm. I think I'm pretty good at it, but it was so hard. With dinosaurs, it was just so hard, but it was really, really cool. And I think, Josh, what else did I get? Did we get? Did I get anyone else? Anything else? I don't remember. My brain is literally like just dead. But oh, yeah. I know I got that. All our brains are fried. That. It's all. It's all good. I understand. Um, yeah. I I ended up getting. Um, my son was very, very excited. He went shopping with, uh, with my wife at one point, and he was very, very excited to give me, um, that Lego set that has like the boat. I don't know if you've seen that one. But oh, it's got I think a boat, I did. Yeah, and it has like a Baryonyx. It has Darius, I believe, and Owen, and like um, I think just like a you know a a boat guy or something like that. And but it's a really really fun set. So I had that to put together. I think I think that was it. <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you. I'm like I don't think yeah. I don't think there was anything else, okay. but I think that was it. I'm kind of going through in my head, and I don't. I got a lot of Disney stuff, and my dad got me a Rumba. You know, the little robot yeah. vacuum thingy? I got one of those. <laughs> the problem is I got to clear the stuff off the floor so it has somewhere <laughs> to go. 
Yeah, they tend to eat up all the kids' toys and then drag the wires around the house and get stuck <laughs> under the couch. It happens from time to time. <laughs> I'm just like, I want to just take it upstairs, turn it on, and just let it go for a whole day and see. Just let it happen. <laughs> yeah, it'll make things uh, nice and clean. Just keep it away from the stairs. So uh, that, yeah. that could be disastrous. That's all I got. I think just the Jurassic chest was my only Jurassic thing. You Even Wyatt, put... I didn't get him any Jurassic stuff. He's a little young for it still. So. Yeah, yeah. You should get like a, a Brachiosaurus from Mattel and just like put it on top of the Roomba there and just let that like maneuver around <laughs> so... the house. Yes. <laughs> if a cat's not already on it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so let's go ahead and dive right in uh, to our first voicemail here, which is going to be from... Cody, take it away, Cody. Yes, my name is Cody. I am a longtime listener. I've been listening since the beginning of this year, and I've also listened to most of your previous podcasts since the first one. Mm -hmm. I am very impressed with all your knowledge. I love everything Jurassic. I do have one quick question. So I read an article in film today, it has the Black Adam rock cover on it, and it's got that image inside of it of the Claire Deering. Oh, yeah. And so I wanted to know, in that article, we are told that the original cast members and the new cast members are going to be on their separate journey in the story, but will entangle in the film. How would you want Alan Grant, Ellie Statler, and Ian Malcolm, all three of them, to somehow join up with Chris Pratt and Claire Deering. I don't know why I'm saying Chris, Chris Pratt. I know his name from the film. <laughs> but how would you want those three and those two to somehow meet up at some point, you know? Like, would it be like the kitchen scene or the ice cream scene, maybe the – the scene where they're all sitting down on the, at the table or something like that. I'd, I'd love something like of the original just Jurassic Park gets thrown in there where they're all just sitting down. They're just talking over what we need to do about these dinosaurs. I do also want to see that scene where Malcolm is in the, uh, is in the trial about the dinosaurs themselves. Uh, again, long-time listener, big-time fan. Love everything you're doing. Thank you again for for letting me listen. There we go. Thank you so much, Cody. Uh, always nice to hear some nice things like that from people that uh, listen for a long time. So we have this article, which was from Total Film. Uh, I did bring it up here because I, I do remember a bit of that. Uh, that uh, And I want to bring it up. Where does it say that? Um Colin had said that this is a rare film where it's so different from anything else I've ever seen before. Um, what else did he say? Laura, Sam, and Jeff has have as much screen time in the film as Bryce and Chris do. They're not together the entire time, but we are following both of their stories equally, and you have a sense of what they're gonna uh, that they're gonna collide at a certain point. There's this tension. It's not structured necessarily in a way that we're used to seeing Hollywood uh, seeing our Hollywood movies structured, but it works. Uh, so I thought that was a, that that is definitely an interesting quote. Um, the fact that it's not structured like a you know a standard uh, Hollywood movie, and that these two groups seem to be apart. Um, well, that 
that does make sense like from everything that we've heard with him saying that they get equal equal screen time and all so um but my my big thing is of how they're gonna meet when this when this article happened and all of that i remember having this discussion in the car with josh and i think what i actually what i brought up was our discussion from last month that we had when i'm like how i want my my the scene i wanted to direct to be like the one where they're all like have tensiony and stuff so i would love that to be like the colliding scene and, and whenever they finally do meet up but the big question is are they aware of each other throughout the whole film do we get like little bits of, of on the like when we always talked about like on the tv they're quickly like on a news broadcast and then they just they're just kind of the background and they just keep do they actually cross paths in that way are they completely separate like that's the question i have but i do hope whenever they do collide it's um my big confrontation scene that i really 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 want yeah i i I don't remember where it came from but i i uh believe i heard colin whether it was a tweet or an article or something he said that the first time you oh i think he said he like texted steven spielberg that the picture of the three the original three in like a jeep and that's the first time we see them in this okay i didn't didn't hear this yeah, I don't. I forget where it was. It was some article or something. But he said that he texted Stephen this picture and he wanted to get a response because, like, and Stephen apparently got more emotional than he expected to, or something like that. And it, he's, I, th- I believe, he said that it's this is the first time you see them in the film. So that's that's kind of interesting too. It's so I I assume so that they're together at the start. Wow, and they're then, already together. Yeah, huh. and, and the fact that this is structured in a different way than we're used to seeing Hollywood movies structured makes me really question like what kind of movie we're going to get and how different it's going to be. Um, because I, I feel like, you know, we've seen all the Hollywood movies. Like, what what other kind of structures are there? What are ones that we are not used to maybe, you know? Um, so I was wondering, like, are, are we going to see, like, each story play out fully in a way where, like... I had this conversation. I, I always get these things confused in my mind. I'm like, did I talk about this with you before? Or was I talking just straight to myself and the internet on a live stream? I have no idea. Um, but I, I believe I was saying somewhere in the world that, you know, uh, you have like the original three and their story play out almost to to the end uh, up until you get to like the third act or something. And then you have the second act is Claire and Owen's journey. And that whole thing plays out up into the third act. So they each get an act. And then the third act is them to all together um, combining their efforts or something like that. It could be interesting. But that would be very strange to not get an Owen and Claire scene like half until halfway through the movie or, or something like that. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. And honestly, I don't know how I feel if that's true that they're all together in the first time you see them like I was kind of looking forward to them each doing their own thing and then maybe meeting up or coincidentally meeting up or something I don't know I'd like to see more background of how that they even got together I feel like they they weren't all together all these years so I would like to see that yeah in my mind I have no idea why the original trio would would be together on their own like you know uh 
Laura Dern and Sam Neill, I could see them, you know, they, they've got a history, so that would make sense. But then you add Jeff Goldblum to the mix, and I'm like, what? what is he doing there? He, They weren't friends or anything like that, you know? So exactly. why are they together? Um, but who knows? It, it could be a, a possibility there, I guess. But I just, I, I'm hung up on the, the you know, the, the new structure that we're not used to seeing. Yeah. So uh, there's a game called uh, The Last of Us. I don't know if you've played any, I know you haven't played it, but um, mm-hmm. this the second one kind of has a... Um, a story arc that kind of takes that kind of uh, structure that I just mentioned, I believe, where it really tells like a lot of this story and then a lot of that story and then things like combine. Um, so I don't know. Could be interesting to see it play out that way, but I, I don't know. Like, what other kind of structures are we going to see? You know, I, I have no idea. Well, I don't want to wait half the movie to see Claire and then after I see her, I don't want to, or the other way, I don't want to wait half the movie to see her again. Like, I, I don't yeah. like that. Yeah, that would that would kind of be strange, I feel like. Um I feel like, you know, we've gotten six or five movies so far and they've all been the same, you know, like like uh, structurally speaking, they've all been fairly similar. Um and then you add, you know, the sixth film is like, "Hey, we're going to do something completely different." I'm like, "Ah, eh, do you really need to at this point?" I don't know. It could be interesting, but uh hopefully it's not like too different where it doesn't feel like a Jurassic movie, but um I don't know. I don't know, but I I uh I'm interested no matter what, of course. I want to see how they come together. Um, But, yeah. And, of course, we've heard it time and time again that they have, like, equal screen time and stuff like that, so that's really good to hear. Um, But uh, the fact that they're not together the entire time, um, you know, Mm. it's interesting. It's interesting. So it seems like it's going to be maybe towards the end of the film that they get together. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of... I don't I want to jump on it early, but that's a little disappointing that it, they only get together at the end, if that's true. And I would have liked to see each of them do in their own thing, like focused in their own thing and then get a call or see something they need to do or take whatever they're associated with. And then they get together. But I would have liked to see each one have their own thing first without just getting thrown in a Jeep. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I know. Like I said before, in my mind, I need like a lot of backstory as to why the three of them are together. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, if if they're just like in California in a Jeep, like a, a fish and wildlife Jeep or something like that, you know, something that we've seen out of uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2. Um, if they're just in a Jeep together, I'm like, why? Like what? Mm-hmm. But there are there are there could be other Jeeps. Maybe they're working for some other, you know, random company out there. Who knows? And but that would be weird, too. I, I don't know. I need backstory. So yeah. maybe maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's like, hey, we're going to show you this point in time and then go backwards and show you how we got there. Like, it'll, it'll be like three days earlier. You know, that'll pop up on the screen. Mm, and you're like, maybe. okay, all right, yeah. here we go. Let's go okay. back again. Um, so it's possible. I don't know. But uh, yeah, either way, thank you, Cody, for calling in. Really, really appreciate it. Hopefully, I don't know. Did we answer anything in there? Did we get to the bottom of anything? Know. I don't even know what the question was. I think so. <laughs> I forget. Yep. I uh, I wrote separate journeys. That's what I wrote down on a piece of paper here. So I, I think that covered it. That that We definitely talked about separate journeys. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Cody. Let's go over to um, an email here from the Raptor cast, uh, frequent writers uh, into the podcast. So this says... Hey, Brad and Jen, I have another question about podcasting for the both of you. When it comes to producing more episodes, what steps do you take to expand the topics that you cover on your shows? And how did you decide which topics to focus on? 
Thank you so much for producing a great show. And as always, stay safe, stay Jurassic. The kids from the Raptor cast. Awesome. Ooh, Thank you so much. That's a question for you. I, yeah. I show up when you tell me to. So go ahead. <laughs> you show up. Yeah. And I feel like, um, I, like I'm, I'm surprised sometimes. Like I, I, uh, I, you know, I'll get like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a audio drama or something sent in and I'm like, Oh, there's Jen. There she is. Like I, she pops up in other things too. So it happens. But um, when it comes to producing more episodes and and what's what steps do you take to expand the topics, uh, oh man, I don't know. I mean, at this point we have well over three hundred with all the bonus episodes and stuff like that. And I feel like for the most part, we just take everything like one day at a time. Uh, I do have I do schedule things out like fairly long, like into the future, where I've got like several episodes you know in the can or ready to go or or scheduled to record or something like that but you know like like i said i kind of just take it one day at a time and like if an if an article comes out i'm going to talk about that article um it helps with segments like the mailbag and the wire where i kind of know what we're going to discuss and those are like whatever you guys want to discuss on the mailbag that that works for me and then whatever news I, uh, items are out there uh, that's what we're going to discuss on the wire outside of that um yeah like i said if camp cretaceous comes out i talk about that if uh evolution's out we talk about that and the good thing about the show is we open it up to many many people where i leave it up to everybody else you know i, I don't i don't really like infringe on people's like discussions or anything if they want to talk about some random topic that's up to them so right now for instance uh the jurassic uh or or the lost world book club is currently you know in in progress and you know ben is hosting those segments on his own um i was gonna be on one of them but then i didn't i didn't have the chance and it was just like kind of chaotic so I, I had to back out of that one unfortunately but he's out there recording all kinds of different segments and i have no clue what's going on and then he just sends them to me and i put them on the show so that's the kind of work we get uh, is a lot of like really really good work from people around the community so expanding those topics i mean look we've talked about random questions for 45 straight minutes here on the uh on the mailbag sometimes <laughs> it's not it's not too hard to expand topics uh to cover you know everything and and uh you know waste a little bit of time but yeah i don't know it, like i said i i just decide what's what's the current topic this week and let's maybe talk about that or, or whatever but that's that's about it so i don't know uh I don't know if that helps at all, RaptorCast, but <laughs> that's really how we do things here. Of course, it's, there's a lot more details to it than that, I guess. But um, but yeah, that's the gist of it for the most part. Yeah. How about you, Jen? When you're when you're covering like Bryce stuff, um, do you do you have a timeline? Do you have ideas? Do you have things like that, or do you just cover it? You know, whatever comes in. Uh, literally, as it comes in, my main goal is has always been to provide content so my main thing is like in my head I was like a sifter I don't want to let anything get through I the littlest mm. thing I make sure to collect to save to archive to post to do something with it because even if it's the littlest thing a year from now someone might want to see that thing whatever it could be and so that's just what it is I was just like a sifter all the time and as soon as I see something I grab it I post it I save it and then I move on. So I don't really dictate like what happens. It, it happens to me. And then I go in like immediately like, as soon as I can. Because some things, you know, they get posted and they get deleted like immediately sometimes. So <laughs> I always want to get in and get it. And then 
put putting content and put it out there and always just be an like a just this constant timeline source and archive so i i follow the news really yeah yeah that's i think that's the way to go with shows and and content like this is you kind of just have to take it one day at a time so so going back before it was like maybe october or so I was looking ahead at, at all the content that needed to be done. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, I've been sent multiple items. I have to cover these things for these companies. Um, so, which means I have to film things. I have to review things or whatever the case is. And that's all my schedule. I put, I write everything down and I, I put it in different apps and stuff like that to keep my focus on those things. And then I'm also like, okay, well that's out of the way. So then also Camp Cretaceous is coming up. So I'm going to have to cover that. And, oh, look, they announced a date. So it's going to be December 3rd. So I know I put it on my schedule. Well, I'm going to have all these episodes around that time period, um, you know, covering all that. And then, then oh, Jurassic World Evolution is coming out. Uh, I think, was it September maybe? Um, or November, I, th I guess. But, um, but yeah, it's just like constantly, especially this these past few months have been outrageous. <laughs> There's been so many things to discuss. Mm -hmm. So uh, really, you know, everybody says what do you talk about on a show like this? But there's really no shortage of things to discuss here. And we, yeah. we are good at uh, being long-winded, I guess. Remember, like, in between the movies, you're like, oh, now what we have all, like, a couple years, what do we talk about? And it's mm -hmm. just there hasn't been a break, really, and then it's going to start up, like, crazy again. <laughs> I know. I know. I was kind of just, like, I was looking at everything that ha that had to come up between – November to December and I was like oh my gosh it, it has begun you know it started <laughs> this is the the start and it will not end until several months after Dominion it will not slow down it won't end it'll just slow down maybe um you know October of 2022 it'll probably slow down but <laughs> uh but yeah it's it's outrageous so yeah I just kind of take it one day at a time I think that's your best option so thank you thank you for that uh, little email there so Let's move on to an MP3 here from Jonathan. Take it away. Hi, Brad and Jen. Uh, it's Johnny. I was in the Sanders hey, mailbag. You probably don't remember me. But, um, yeah, so I hope you guys had a great holiday season, and I hope the Jurassic community has a happy new year. We're in the Jurassic World Dominion year, guys. Woo! I hope everyone's super excited for that. I know I certainly am, but uh, let's just hop into my questions. I have two questions today. I'm trying to make this quick because... Two questions is a lot, but, um, yeah, so first of all, when do you think Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 5 is going to come out? I think it's going to come out sometime in April, because I feel like they would release it before Dominion, so probably sometime in April, that's my guess, maybe sometime in the spring, I don't really know, but, um, what do you guys think? And my second question is, what was your first exposure to the Jurassic Park franchise? Mine was a Lego set that had, like, a Dilophosaurus, a Jeep, and a gyrosphere. Super cool. Absolutely love that set. But, um, was it, well, what was your guys'? It's like, was it a VHS tape or something? Was it, like, the toys? <laughs> you was dating us? like, a t-shirt, lunchbox? <laughs> Saw something in a store and was like, ooh, that's cool. But, um, yeah, so what was yours? Um, I know probably no one wants to hear me talk all day, so I will do them a favor and stop talking. So uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, and hope you guys have a Jurassic Day. Bye. 
Thank you, Johnny. That was great. Um, yeah, I, I heard you mention VHS. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, now you're saying we're old. You're dating us. Yeah, he's so, like, okay. oh, I had a, I had a Jurassic <laughs> World Lego set. Did you have a VHS on your first? Yeah, time? <laughs> it's like right after. Um, yeah. So, what about you? Uh, he's let's not let's start wrong. with that. Yeah, let's start with that last question. What was your? Uh, we 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 probably said it before, but what was your first probably. experience? Um, for Johnny, I will, I will say it again. Um, okay. So I was born in 1989 and I come from a long line of older cousins, older cousin boys, and they all had the dinosaur toys, like the ones with the little piece that comes out, like the, the soft, the whatever they are ones. So they were always over my grandma's house. So first of all, I was always surrounded by that. And then my dad is a big Jurassic fan and it's just he just always it's always been around like even with dinosaurs he was introducing me to dinosaurs my whole life i don't have a memory without it and i was only three when the movies came out i did not see them in theaters obviously but i don't remember not knowing about it i don't remember not seeing it i was always on tv i don't remember like even the i had the playing cards somehow i don't know if that came from my grandma's house or we just kind of ended up with them but i just always had drastic stuff around me and my dad was always very involved with teaching me the dinosaurs i had dinosaur games on my computer so to me the dinosaur games and jurassic park the movie was all the same it was all dinosaurs it was all the same universe so i didn't really understand that jurassic park the movie was so such its own big huge separate thing until i got much older because it was just all there's a dinosaur game there's a dinosaur toy here's a dinosaur movie like it was just everything and so i don't remember a time without it at all i couldn't even tell you the first single thing i just know i had my cousins had the toys over my grandma's house my dad was giving me books and games and all of this and the movie was always on so that's my i think how i got like introduced that's kind of it was always going to be it was always going to happen to me (laughs) it was always going to be there yeah yeah it's uh you know it's all encompassing and i feel like Jurassic is something that everybody was into, you know, back then. It was the biggest movie of all time back then. So uh, it's easy for it to spread around and and, uh, be something that everybody's into. Now, for me, uh, my mom read the book. So that was my first experience uh, with Jurassic was my mom reading the book. Um, And I remember, like, her reading it out on her porch um, at her house, you know, we had this, like, kind of wrap around porch and there was like at the time there was like no handrails on it for some reason it was just like just porch and and i just remember like the the fear of like being out on that porch and hearing her talk about the you know the like these scary velociraptors and these caverns and stuff like that filled with raptors and, and just like terrifying imagery like that so that was my first exposure to it and then shortly after i so i think she had copy of the book which i have somewhere right over there and i i believe it says on the cover like soon to be a motion picture or something like that you know how sometimes a book will mm-hmm. will say that on there so it was you know she was reading this maybe a few months or so before the movie came out so it wasn't like 91 when the book came out or anything i don't think but it was a little while after um but you know then i saw the movie and unfortunately the only Luckily, I remember my first exposure, which was my mom reading the book. I don't remember much else after that. I have some videos of me opening gifts on like Christmas Day, 1993, and getting 
you know, red Rex and Triceratops and things like that. So uh, that's pretty cool. So I, I'm like a day one, pretty much, you know, I I've been there from the start. I was, I'm a few, a few years older than you, Jen, but like, mm-hmm. you know, just enough where it hit me at the right time. So, you know, I was, I was first experiencing all those things after already being a dinosaur fan for a few years. Yeah. I think our only difference, literally our only difference is you kind of had the dinosaur stuff maybe a little earlier before yeah. the movie and i had it all at the same exact time like the dinosaur mm-hmm. stuff and it wasn't wasn't like i was into dinosaurs because of the movie it was just i was getting dinosaurs and then i was getting dinosaurs from the movie because they were dinosaurs and i was just getting dinosaurs from all angles so i think a lot <laughs> of people like dinosaurs and then watch the movie or they like the movie and then like, oh, dinosaurs are cool. I want to learn more about them. It's It was for me, it was like all one thing. I didn't even know they were separate. I was, They were just dinosaurs from different directions. And that was all for me. I didn't know that it, the movie was actually a big deal. I did not know that until years yeah. later. And that's so cool. I mean, you, you got to experience it all at once. Um, I feel like a lot of people like myself and stuff, we, we, we read about dinosaurs. We played with dinosaur figures, but like, by the time Jurassic came around, it was like, oh, my God, now they're real? Like, they really <laughs> exist? Like, so you 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 lived in a world where, like, they just exist. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. They they were like, but see, I didn't really think about them existing, though. I just thought about them as they're – I knew they were – I mean, I knew that they were, like, ex- extinct and all. And, and I'm just like, well – there and there these are just things i'm learning about and this is just another way i can learn about them through a movie like i didn't really think of it as um scary or like as this big blockbuster just like well this is just another way i can learn about this dinosaur and that one and there there it is there and oh it's in this game and oh it's in this book and it's here's the skeleton like it was just all one huge piece it wasn't separated at all in my mind yeah, I uh, I think it was some one of the holidays just recently. My mom was over, and we were talking about, uh, you know, the fact that she took me to the theater to see the movie, and was like questioning like if it was a good idea because at that time I think I was seven, maybe, um, and there's six or yeah, I guess seven. Um, I don't know, who knows what what year was it? Ninety three. Uh, yeah, I think it was seven at that time. And I always question how old I was and she, you know, she didn't know if it was a, appropriate, you know, she's in the theater with me and people are getting ripped apart by dinosaurs and, uh, you know, luckily it worked. It all worked out. <laughs> it wasn't too it traumatized, <laughs> but, uh, then there was the follow-up question there from Johnny and it was about the Camp Cretaceous season five date. Um, do you have any theories? I, I feel like I've been out of the loop, so I don't know what the current mm. rumors are. Um, but um, well, what are your thoughts as far as when do you um, think season five should air? I like how you're out of the loop, and then you're asking me, who literally just watched the first five episodes in two days. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, what are you going to do? Well, I, I don't even. Okay, so this one came out in what, December? I mean, I don't think he's far off with April, spring, before the movie, before like press starts and. I mean, that makes sense to me. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the question is when, like, does it air before or after? Um, I think before. I'm with you him You think before? That. Okay. Yeah, I do. Now, you know, I've seen the whole thing, and I, I can't – it's not like it, like, reveals whether or not it would take place before or after anything. So I, I have no idea. You know, they continually talk about the fact that the show has ties to Dominion, and after watching the full season, I can't really – 
say for sure what that tie is. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I have no idea what that could be. I, I thought maybe it would be obvious, but I, I think there is something in there which um, you you have not gotten to yet um, in the show. But I think maybe this specific thing that maybe is in episode nine or ten where uh, I'm like, okay, I could see that being a part of the, the, the Dominion film. But um, but I don't know. I don't know. And so I don't know if like season five needs to take place before or after. Jurassic is not necessarily like a Marvel kind of project where, you know, it, it has to take place after the film because there's something in the film that pertains to the season or something like that. I don't know. I, I think like. I think it could air either way. I could see them waiting until after the film. Because when in my mind, when I look at what the initial concept probably would have been, it, it probably would have aired after Dominion if Dominion came out last year. Mm-hmm. So I if see. you think about it, I think I think maybe season four. I, I I don't remember specifically. So what year did it come out? It came out in twenty nineteen. Um, in September or something like that. So then by January we had season two. So I think at that point we were already a month or so off. Um, so season four just came out in December. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> and and season four we know was delayed a little bit. So there's a chance that maybe season four could have come out before Dominion. Or I, I don't know. Who knows? But, um, you know, maybe maybe they just wing it and go for before. But, uh, again, Johnny, I, I, don't, I have no clue. I have no idea. And um, – I don't think it really matters at this point. Um, but to build hype, what, what's what's a better option to build hype? Or or do you, like what do you want to build hype for? Do you want to build hype for Dominion by airing Camp Cretaceous first, or do you want to build hype for Camp Cretaceous by having Dominion come out first? I would guess they want to build up hype for Dominion. They want to remind people that that's still there. So I'm sure there's a lot of people that forgot about it. Yeah, and I wonder if there was any, you know, tweaks made to potentially season five where, all right, we want to familiarize people with something, you know, or um, make them remember that Dominion's coming out. So let's put this in the film uh, or in the in the season. So I don't know, but um, I hope I hope it comes out before. That would be fantastic. Give it to us in April, May, whatever. I'm down for it. Um, but yeah, no clue yet. No clue yet, Johnny. Uh, thank you so much for your for your voicemail there. Um, next up, we have one from Sam. Let's take a listen. Hey, it's me again. Name's Sam, by the way. Just have another idea for what y'all could do on your podcast. Maybe have uh, a bunch of paleontologists as guests. One of them you could have. It may be Steve Brusati, the uh, author of The Rise and Fall of the Dinosaurs, and who also happens to be the new paleontological consultant for Jurassic World Dominion. You could also have uh, Bob Bacher as a guest, Paul Serrano, Cer- or Serrano, whatever his name is, like, or he, heck, even Jeff Corner. Guy's the limit. And, oh, and there's also Scott Sampson, Thomas R. Holt Jr. Give that a f- f- thought. We'll, 
Will you guys? Like, from space. Okay, so, see ya, and do not go gentle into that good night. Thank you, Sam. Thank you so much for all the suggestions there uh, for, like, paleontologists and stuff like that. Um, you know, I don't really, like, I've, I've said it a bunch, but I, I don't really know a ton about paleontology. And I feel like, you know, that would be a, a very boring conversation from my, like, coming out of my mouth, I, I don't feel like anything would be very, you know, uh, imperative for you to hear from me about that because I'd be like, hey, so Steve Brasati, what do you think, what's a good, what's a, what do you think about dinosaurs? And I'll, I'll be like, oh, that was a terrible question. Why did I ask that? <laughs> um, so I feel like what I would do is I would leave that much more up to uh, Connor O'Keefe who runs uh, Dino DNA, which is a segment uh, on our show. So, um, so who asked about it before? I know somebody asked about it earlier um, about, you know, how do we uh, – or it was the Raptor cast. They put together the question about, you know, how do we plan topics and such. So kind of like this, you know, it's to be like, oh, does, uh, does maybe Connor want to talk to any of these, um, you know, paleontology people? Because I know he's, a, you know, kind of a professional in that, that industry and, and museums and stuff like that. So he would be very much, you know, somebody to do that. Or James Ronan is, is also somebody who's – you know, getting into paleontology himself. So um, I would much rather leave it up to people like that, Connor and James, uh, instead of myself, because I would just be like, so uh, you, you like you like dino bones? And I'd be like, ah, oh, why did I? Of course he likes dino bones. What a dumb question. Um, so we'll make sure to, to jot some of those people down, but, but I, I have no idea. Um, I think Jack Horner <laughs> might have been on the show at one point. Maybe I don't know. I forget. I think he was. Uh, that's bad that I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, but yeah. Um, a- any input there, Jen? Do you do you think any uh, paleontologists should uh, come on the show? Do you think that would be something of value for uh, for our audience? I mean, obviously him and a few other people. I mean, like you said, though, you, that would have to be one of your segments where you give it to somebody else, and you're like, here, like do amazing things with this and yeah. then send me the audio and then you <laughs> post it. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I don't really like to talk about things that I, I am not very knowledgeable. It's not like, I don't find too much comfort in that. I, I, I get too stressed out about it. I'm like, I want to actually know which you could question anything I say, you know, whether I know anything or not, but like, <laughs> I, I want to be able to at least feel like I know or, or feel confident about what what the topic is at hand. So I, I appreciate all the uh, suggestions there, Sam. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next one. This is uh, an email here from Bailey, and it says, Hi, Brad and Jen. Always fun to listen to another mailbag. Looking ahead into this new year, I was wondering what Jurassic product shows, toys, books, are you most uh, are you looking forward most – oh, my gosh, I, I can't read. Um, are you most looking forward to other than Dominion? Thanks, and as always, keep up the good work, Bailey. All right, that's a good one. That's a good one. So what thing, which I, I actually, I, I think I answered this maybe on my uh, last episode. I think it was our, we did like a top five things from 2021, but also, you know, uh, top things to like kind of look forward to in 2022. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I did that conversation with Tom. But what about you? What what um, what what are you looking forward to the most outside of Jurassic World Dominion this year? See, I gotta say, I don't know. I don't think what I've what I'm gonna look forward to has been announced yet. I don't know yet. 
Because I feel oh. like there's so mm. much left. There's so much build up here to the movie. There's so many things to be announced, I'm sure. So I don't know yet. I, I don't have my thing yet, but I'm sure it's out there. It just hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, you know, I was kind of thinking through the unknown. Like, what what out there do we not know? Um, because there's always those things that, that pop up during the promotional, like the promotional periods for these films. Um, you know, when I think it was Fallen Kingdom, you know, we got uh, that that voice thing from your Amazon Echo devices. Um, I didn't want her to speak to me, so I didn't say her name. Um, so, you know, there was that like little audio drama thing that was in there. And I was like, oh, that is really cool. Like that that is something really fun to look forward to. But Stuff like that you don't know about until the film's coming out. And you're like, oh, like they announced it shortly before the movie. So there's a lo- always a lot of things like that that I'm I'm really interested to see what they are. Um, yeah, because we haven't had, outside of Camp Cretaceous, we haven't had a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, sure, there's new dinosaur toys here and there, but there hasn't been a lot. Like, there hasn't been big announcements. There hasn't been big things that you're counting the days for, like, outside of the movie. So... I, I mean, they always do that, too. They do things like that. So I'm sure that stuff is coming. I just don't know what it is yet. So I'm excited for whenever they announce whatever I will be excited for. Yeah. It's been weird because we've talked about it many times, probably, but the the the, the release period has been all messed up for, for this whole Dominion mm-hmm. timeline. So things like Velocicoaster, you know, that debuted last year. And that was that was one of those things where I was like counting the days, like until that ride opens and I can go get on that thing and, and have a blast. Um, but I don't know what what else we have. I, I, you know, there's a few a handful of things that that we can look forward to. Um, but what else is is the most exciting? I really don't know. I really don't know what what would be like. You know, here I'll say this. One thing that I'm I'm really looking forward to, which kind of infringes on Dominion in a way, but I'm really, really looking forward to the score. Um I like to look at that a little bit separately because you you know, you have an album from from Michael Giacchino and it's like brand new music um that you can listen to without having to watch the film. And I, I just love the music so much. So I feel like that's one thing that I'm like really, really looking forward to this year is just having new Jurassic music from from Michael Giacchino. So, uh, you know, we'll get a, a good amount of tracks, some suites and stuff like that that are on the uh, on the score there themselves. So I can't wait. Uh, that's one thing I'm really, really hyped for. Okay, I, I can, I, if you want to go that way, um, the thing that doesn't exist yet, but that I will be really excited and waiting for when if it ever comes a thing, whenever Funko decides to make an original Jurassic World Claire Funko, Looking forward mm. to that. Yeah. Hopefully that's in the future at some point. Because <laughs> we only got Fallen Kingdom. And the Jurassic World Claire is iconic. I, I need a Funko of Jurassic World. If they can make like 7,000, like they have so many of the same characters holding a broom, holding a stick, like looking behind them. Like there's so many, one character feel, doing all these things. I feel like you're I'm really like, going for the Harry Potter franchise right there with the broom. Oh, and I the, guess. The, the stick with the <laughs> wand. And maybe Harry does a little look back behind him. I don't know. Okay. But, uh... Yeah, there you go. The same character doing like, like Harry with stick, Harry with wand, <laughs> Harry with broom, Harry with 
cat. I don't know. I don't know. I don't See, know Harry, Harry with stick would just be Harry with wand. I don't think it would be a okay. difference there. No, no <laughs> Harry Potter. But um, yeah, so yeah, like no. Harry with pen. Like it's all <laughs> there. You go. Seven yeah. That really, really important scene in one of those eight movies where he had a pen. Um, that, if, that was if the, they could the best. do that, if they could do that, they could do one yeah, Jurassic yeah. World, Claire. And I would actually, <laughs> I would prefer early Jurassic World, Claire, and then post yeah. T Rex Jurassic World, Claire, and then even a middle Ellie inspired middle Jurassic World, Claire. Like I would take all three, but if if I could only have one, I would just that's what I'm looking forward to. Funko finally realizing, oh, we never did that. Okay. Yeah, but you know, I, I've been looking forward to that day with Mattel for a long time. I don't know if that's this yeah. year or not. That would be fantastic if it was this year. Um, you know, we did get uh, in 2021, we got a Jurassic World legacy item, which they're all considered Jurassic World legacy, even if it's just Jurassic Park or whatever. Like the Brachiosaur was Jurassic World legacy. Um, but a true Jurassic World legacy was the Apatosaurus. So I'm hoping... You know, that maybe somewhere in their plans are, you know, plans to do, uh, you know, uh, the white outfit Claire or, you know, I guess an Owen. Would, but, like, who who please. needs another Owen? But, like, you know, just the characters from that film. Mizrani, you got a Dr. Wu, Vic Hoskins. You know, those characters from that first film, uh, first Jurassic World film, would be fantastic to get from Mattel. So keeping my fingers crossed that maybe that's on the schedule, but... You know, we'll throw that in there with uh, with Funkos. That would be fantastic as well. I, I I've run out of space though. I don't know what to do with any anything else. Uh, so th- I so would they just literally my give mine, <laughs> give the rest of mine to the thrift store if I can have a Jurassic World. Oh man, cutter. yeah. My my Funko shelf is currently out of space. Um, I've shifted it around like several times to try to find more space, and I cannot. Um, so yeah, I don't know what would do, what I would do with it. Um, like you got me you got me all like tingly and excited for the prospect of a Mattel going back and giving me something with Jurassic World Claire. Like I'm officially a glow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that would ever happen, but I would very much love that to happen because it's about time. You know, they never got the chance to do it. They they started with Fallen Kingdom, so they they got those characters mm-hmm. out of the way. So go back. What's stopping you from going back? Yeah. You know, you've done Jurassic Park. You you haven't really done a lot with the Lost World. There's maybe like the 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 Raptor. Um, I don't know if there's anything else, but um, Jurassic Park three had like a small handful of things. But like, give us the Jurassic World toys. Yeah, I think people people would I think eat that up. I really do. Oh my god, yeah. Because that's what they know. Like they yeah, half the people saw Fallen Kingdom probably, and then some new folks. But like. That's that was the movie that just made so much money and was so popular and that revived everything. And people know that people know that has to be like if they put that out there, I, I really think it would do well. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome to have the the original version of Claire. And then, like you're saying, the the secondary version that you see t- at the end of the film. So you could recreate mm-hmm. that chase sequence, give her a flare in that one. In the first one, you can give her like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a, a, you know, a notepad or something like that. Like she's like doing business. No, um, her iPad, her iPad. Her iPad. Yeah, there you go. Are, there you go. Th- these are things dreams were made of. Yeah, right now. exactly. You know, how cool would that be? Have the iPad and then the, the other one has the flare, which we've gotten so many characters with flares already. So you could just plug and play. But but it would be nice to have that nice little package there and, uh, you know, be able to recreate that scene. Um, but yeah, 
and maybe even maybe instead like because some of the packages came with like um like Maisie came with that really cool um like t-rex head you know the the fossil mm-hmm. so what if like claire came with like a like an amber statue you know that you see on main street you know something like that that would be oh. kind of cool she gets a flare and then like an amber statue oh my gosh that'd be awesome Brad. and then we have a skeleton it's a t-rex but like you know, you could smash, or no, it's an Indominus. I'm sorry. Uh, you could smash through that, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it would be great to have that that set. It's it's missing. It's like blatantly missing. Yeah. Well, <sighs> keeping our fingers crossed, hopefully. Uh, but yes, thank you so much, uh, Bailey. Let's move on to our next one, which is an MP3 from Muzzamill. Hey, Here you go. So my question's a little more marketing related. So I think uh, with the recent release of Spider-Man No Way Home, the whole um, momentum for Doctor Strange 2 being right before Dominion, I think that's going to really uh, build towards um, that being very lucrative. So what do you think Jurassic World Dominion will need to do in order to be a sizable competitor compared to the Marvel sandwich that's going to happen over the summer? Because not only do we get... Doctor Strange 2, we also got Thor Love and Thunder as well. So I think that with um, the way that the marketing has been for uh, previous Universal properties and even for Jurassic, I feel like they spoil quite a lot in their marketing tactics. So what do you think needs to be done differently here to kind of uh, go to the same level as the Marvel blockbusters that we're getting this summer? Thanks, guys. Whew. You're getting me panicked here, right? You know, come on. What's going on here? We uh, we have a lot of stuff coming up this year. Um, so I, I uh, just wanted to double check all those dates. So Doctor Strange comes out on May 6th. Um, Thor Love and Thunder comes out on July 8th. So yeah, sandwiched right in there <laughs> with June 10th, I think it is, right? Um, so what what what's going to happen here? Do you think... Because the, the hype for Spider-Man No Way Home, which I don't know if you've paid any attention to the hype for that movie or anything like that, or, or um, the box yeah. office, but it's been outrageous. I've seen, I've seen it around, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. The hype, when I, and I, I'm involved, you know, I, I uh, very much love Marvel and, and that franchise, so I, I was just, like, excited beyond belief for that movie. Um and then that movie like leads my hype straight into Doctor Strange, and I'm just like, oh man, I cannot wait to see that movie too. And you know, how does uh, how does Jurassic World not get left behind? Or what do you think kind of marketing tactics tactics do they take in between there to to make their mark and and to hopefully get the hype rolling? Because I don't know. I mean, outside of what they did last time, which was what I would say is probably the even still with the biggest marketing push for a movie that I've ever seen. Um, what do, what do they do to get the hype rolling? Well, I think um, Jurassic is lucky in the way that it's it's not like any other movie. It has a specific audience. Mm-hmm. It has casual viewers too, but it's not like um, I'm just gonna guess with this a DC versus whatever nope. the other one is Marvel DC. Like it's Marvel. not two superhero <laughs> movies fighting each other for attention. It's not an action movie per se in that way fighting another action movie or something it's it's its own thing like jurassic is such in its own lane i don't worry about it 
I don't worry about it at all. Like, even when he was naming off those movies, I'm like, okay, great. But that's nothing like you're going to see in a Jurassic movie. So it's okay. It's it's so different. I think people will see their superhero movie and they will see Jurassic. I'm not concerned. I wasn't concerned about the other one. I'm not concerned about this one either. Yeah. You know, uh, just in the past day or so, they uh, Sony ended up pushing uh, Morbius, which is, you know, their... It's kind of hard to explain, but it's like it's a Marvel movie, but not an MCU movie specifically. It could it could be. Um, but, um, you know, they ended up pushing that. I think it was supposed to come out like this month and then they pushed it, I think, to April. So, you know, was that because, you know, Spider-Man's doing so well? Uh, do they think that there was com- competition there? But I think like you're saying there's not exactly a lot of competition between, say, Marvel and Jurassic. Not saying that, like, one's better than the other or anything. I just think that you're right, that there are different audiences in a way. I mean, there's definitely crossover. But mm-hmm. um, but Jurassic, I think, does have a lot of appeal to general audiences, maybe more so than a Marvel movie might, I think. I, I, maybe yeah. I'm going out on a limb there. I don't know. But I think at this point, at, at this point Marvel has 20-something movies, and that's like, uh, like like Ragnarok is going to, or not, not Ragnarok, Love and Thunder is going to be the 29th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's 29 films that you have to catch up on and that you, you feel left out of the loop. So you might not just go show up. At least with Jurassic, there's only five others that you need to catch up on. Mm-hmm. And most people have already seen them. So it's okay. You can kind of go in and have fun. Plus it's just a dinosaur movie. And it's kind of like, you know, like some of these legacy movies that are coming out a lot recently where you're like, oh, the original people are back. Oh, I got to go see that movie. So yeah. it'll, it'll bring in a lot of people, I think. But but right now, the hype for Marvel is just so, you know, impossibly huge that I, uh, I, do, I do feel slightly concerned. But um, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I feel good because, you know, like I said, that, yeah, the hype for Marvel – against other marvel against other superhero movies against other big action similar films but you throw all that in and then you show someone oh dinosaur movies on the schedule too i'm not going to see dinosaurs in any of these other movies so i kind of got to go see that so that's Mm -hmm. how i see it yeah and then plus you know by the time the super bowl rolls around you know we'll get a trailer probably then and then it'll show up in whatever whatever movie comes out at that point i'm sure It'll be basically mm-hmm. in those trailers. It'll be everywhere. Um, and that that concerns me because, like, you know, we've talked about it time and time again, how much that marketing push really infringed on our ability to 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 love Dominion. And I'm sorry, uh, Fallen Kingdom right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you still struggle, but I'm I'm totally on board yeah. at this point. But like that first initial viewing was was uh, hard. It was very hard. So I hope that doesn't happen here. Um, I hope they take the Spider-Man route and kind of don't show you everything and barely show you anything. Um, but that's not Universal's thing, unfortunately. And, you know, I, I feel like uh, when I saw the last Fast and Furious movie, um, I was like, oh, there it is. I definitely saw all of this in the trailer. Oh. Everything was in there. And that was only last year. So I don't think they've changed their ways. Uh, I, I will say that it... For some reason, I'm getting the vibe that Colin is much more secretive about this movie, even though there's been a lot of articles and a lot of, you know, pictures and news and stuff. I I get the vibe that he's much more secretive about this one. But who knows if that translates over to the 
the marketing. You know, Universal will just do whatever they want for the most part. So uh, I am scared about that, but um, hopefully it doesn't get too ruined. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so thank you so much, Mazamil. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to a voicemail here from uh, Cretaceous Dave. Now, this one, I believe he sent this one in uh, around, like right around the release of Season 4. So let's take a listen. Hello, podcast. Cretaceous Dave here. And I've got a question for you about Camp Cretaceous Season 4. I noticed that there were multiple nightmare sequences for Yaz but I didn't see two particular dinosaurs and I wanted to know if you guys thought it was a writer or studio decision to leave both Rexy and Blue out of Yaz's nightmares so that kids don't associate them as being monsters or mean and scary dinosaurs, but rather of the nicer variety. Or is it just possible that Yaz did not associate those two with any fright or danger. Love to hear what your thoughts are. Thanks. Keep up the great work. Now, yeah, that was great. That was such great insight, I feel like, from Dave um, and a great like, comment and, and question. Um, I never really put two and two together when it came when it came to that. Now, you, I believe, just saw in, in episode four, there's that big sequence mm-hmm. where you know, there's, uh, which kind of bummed me out, I, I will say, because there was this whole debacle before the season was released where they they put a picture of the Scorpius in, the in like, this promo email that they sent out to people, and it was in my email, and I'm like, uh, what, why is the Scorpius Rex in this email? Like, why did they put this in the press release? And some people put it out there in the world. I held it back because I'm like, it's either, like, a mistake that they didn't necessarily mean to include this because it was from season three or, you know, it was like a mistake as in, oh, we shouldn't have released this because it is in season four. So I just like kind of left it in the email. I'm like, I'm not going to touch it. But then like when that moment comes and you like, I jumped out of my seat when I saw the Indominus Rex, I was like, no way. It was like a, a moment like in season three where you see two Scorpius Rex and I'm like, Oh my God, they, they just, they went there and they just, they gave us two of these things. Are you kidding me? So when the Indominus comes out, I'm like, oh, no way. They created another one on this other island? Are you kidding me? And then we find out it's a whole dream sequence, which I really appreciate those dream sequences for the, you know, the the, the stress that she's going through. Um, I think that's pretty big to show in, in like a kid series and, and a, in Jurassic in general, you don't really see that a lot from these these traumatic experiences that these people are constantly going through. Um, you get one little bit of Alan Grant experiencing a little bit of trauma in an airplane in Jurassic Park 3, but it's played as a joke instead of, like, he's actually going through some something stressful, you know? Um, so to not show Blue and the T-Rex, what do you think that means? Do you think that uh, it, it's more of, like, she just... She didn't have enough experience with them, or do you think like it was really universal saying we don't want to associate uh, these as scary per se? But uh, what do you think? Um, that is a very, very good, well thought out, deep analytical question. Um, I want to give them. I want to give them the credit of going into her mind and thinking that 
that's that it's it's all what she's afraid of and all of that but it's probably the one that universal doesn't want to associate like they don't want to throw t-rexes and blues out there all the time like they don't want to overuse them they don't want to use them for something like a dream sequence they they don't want to do that but yeah the indominus was, was pretty cool that surprised surprised us too but um yeah i think it's more universal using them carefully more so than character but um i like the idea of her being scared of certain dinosaurs for certain reasons like that's pretty neat but i i doubt i don't know that's giving them a lot of credit but maybe yeah. i don't know yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, I think Dave's on to something that they just really didn't want to showcase them as the things that that she's afraid of. Um, but right. that would have been so cool if they did. Now, now that he says that, I'm like, man, I wish Blue was in there. That would be really cool because you know it showcases that Blue is dangerous. Um, but they they went a different direction. Um, but um, man, that would have been cool. But I, I think he's on to something there. I I. I don't know. I wonder. I would love to know. I, I we should, you know, get uh, Scott Kramer on and talk about that. That would be a fun point of discussion. So maybe someday we'll talk to to the producer there about what happened in that scene because that's that's a really really interesting question. But probably mm -hmm. a universal note more than anything else. But um, a really important scene nonetheless, just showcasing that that drama that she's dealing with. So thanks for the comment there, Dave. Uh, let's move on to uh, an email here from Noah. And this one says, hi, Noah here. Uh, your, your podcast inspired me to make my own podcast. And if you were to have any dinosaur in Dominion, what would it be? And if uh, if you could have any dinosaur for a pet, a.k.a. tamed, what would it be? Sorry about the long email. Stay safe, stay Jurassic. Hey, that wasn't long, Noah. That was pretty short. Um, I appreciate the email there, Noah. Um, so let's get it out of the way. What's your pet dinosaur? <laughs> It has been, always will be a baby ankylosaurus, yep. just like Bumpy, and that that was that was my small dinosaur long before Camp Cretaceous was ever a thing. So they got that inspiration from me to make a tiny little Bumpy. But yeah, that that was always my choice, forever and always. Yeah, and I'm gonna go with a baby uh, Brachiosaurus. I think that's the that's the most huggable thing you could have. So I, I would definitely want that thing hanging out, I guess, on the couch next to me. That would be kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> um, but any any specific dinosaur in Jurassic World Dominion that you would like to see? Uh, I got to say no, no specific. I mean, whatever the... I'm, I'm pretty, pretty easygoing with that. Like, I like what they give me. Whatever they give me, I'm cool with. I'm not yelling that I'm not getting a certain dinosaur. I'm not yelling that I'm not getting certain dash like I'm, I'm cool with whatever they want to give me i go with the punches with that and i'm like oh you're giving me that okay okay i'll take it like i'm not i'll take whatever they give me not a big deal yeah i'm uh i'm on the the same boat there with you i um i'm okay with whatever shows up and and from everything we've seen in the the prologue and and uh the stuff that we've read about i'm like man like that is that's going to be awesome. I mean, these teases that we've seen already from these articles, whether it's the, like the Therizinosaurus, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that is amazing to be able to see that. Um, we, you know, the, the Atrociraptor will be cool. I'm very excited about that. They mentioned the Pyroraptor. I think that's like, oh my God, I would love, to, I can't wait to see that. Um, I guess I would just go to say, and which I've said every time, I feel like is the, I want like the Mattel Sukumimus. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the one yeah. I want. I want that blue uh, Sukumimus to show up in a film. Give it to me. That's what I want. And I know it won't happen, but but like I don't want this like realistic looking, I guess, Sukumimus. Go ask uh, you know, Connor and James, like I said before, uh, I guess it's real looking that they've had up on their, the Jurassic World website before, the rendering. I don't want that. I don't want that. I want this wild, crazy Mattel Sukumimus in a movie somewhere. Please give that to me. No, I wouldn't <laughs> mind. I know it's not a dinosaur. I've learned that. But a Dimetrodon mm. would be nice. Yes. Even though I've always liked them. I always liked them as Can't a kid. Wait. I mean, so. yeah. Yeah, I want that. I want that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I would like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad we were able to help uh, inspire you to make your own podcast, Noah. So so good luck with that. And I'm, I'm glad to, uh, you know, help people out there. So, uh, you know, we're giving details away here. You know, everybody wants to know, I guess, how we're, how we're making this. So there you go. Got some insight in this episode. I think we've been like very insightful recently in, in episodes where like people want to know how we're, you know, how we're doing things. How, how do we put episodes together? Uh, I feel like mm -hmm. I've gone on like long tangents for a while uh, in recent episodes here. So thank you, Noah. Um, and it, that definitely wasn't a long email. But uh, let's move on to our next one here. This is from Bodie and it's a voicemail. So take it away. Hey, Brad and Jen. It's Bodie again. <laughs> um, this is my part two to my voicemail that I just sent to you guys. Um, to uh, get back on the note, I was uh, talking about um, Jurassic World Evolution 2. Um, the things about the animations and the uh, cool creatures and the uh, different ways you can size up different um, decorations and things um, make, reminds me a lot of a Planet Zoo and um, Prehistoric Park or something. It's another game. I forgot what it is. It's um Yeah, it's a it's a dinosaur version of Planet Zoo. And they have a lot of you can size up different like uh pieces and decorations and uh move them around and rotate them like you um and um Dress World Evolution two is doing something like that, but I think that um they could do a lot of the same stuff that they're doing with, um, uh, that those people are doing with, um, Planet Zoo with the, uh, decorations and, uh, the shaping of things and, like, just the, uh, the tools that you can use in Planet Zoo. I think they should put those in Jurassic World Evolution too, because we've all been wanting stuff like that and they're adding more of that. But from what I've seen so far, it's just rotating rocks and moving them and things like that. And that's some of what we wanted, but we want to be able to size them up, stretch them, squeeze them, like uh, shorten them. And it's just, I just think that Jurassic World Evolution 2 could be a lot better. And we're getting it, I think we're getting it a bit too soon, at least for like what we're getting in the, like added. And, um, I just think that they should take some more time to um, add more tools and make it to where it's a lot more fun to play with. Like, it's pretty fun to play with from what I've seen, but they could make it even better. Well, I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. And remember, my website is dinos, are dynomite, D-I-N-O-M-I-T-E, dot com.
See you guys. Bye-bye. There you go. You get a little plug from Bodhi. Um, so a lot of comments on <laughs> Jurassic World Evolution 2. Um, let me let me just say, like, I have not played it since it came out. Um, I played it for, like, a few days, and I streamed a few streams. But, uh, you know, once the once Camp Cretaceous came around and the holidays and everything, I haven't touched that game since. And And to be honest, I've gone ahead and started other games. And that's... That's like, I know that in the time we've recorded <clears throat> since our, our last mailbag, they actually came out with like a quality of life update for, you know, a free update for the game where it like made things a little bit easier and gave you a few different functions. So I don't know if any of that was covered in that voicemail. I have no idea. I forget. Um, but, um, and then I know there was, there was a paid DLC that came out only a month after the game was released which I am, I'm, I'm like shaking my head at because that's kind of, that seems crazy to me. Um, the fact that you, you paid for the game and then one month later, here's a DLC, pay for more. Um, mm -hmm. But there it is. Um, and Planet Zoo, which, you know, Bodhi mentioned there, is actually made by Frontier Developments, the same company that makes Jurassic World Evolution. Um, and, you know, I, I haven't played uh, Planet Zoo, but I've heard a lot of really good things about that game. Um and it looks like it has a lot of really great functions. And I've heard people say the same thing. It's like, why, why does evolution not look like this? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it seems like they've added a lot of interesting things to evolution too, since the, the updates and stuff like that. Um, but you know, I think Bodhi was on to something kind of saying that, you know, it seems like maybe it came out a little too soon. Um, you know, I just I haven't found any any interest or love for that game yet. I, I got to dip back into it at some point. I don't know when that will be. Um, but um, I hope that within 2022 somewhere, they'll give us some good DLC that I'll be like, all right, now I got to get back into it. But I don't know. I don't know what that could even be because with the first game, when they announced that they're doing a, a Jurassic Park DLC... I, st I still didn't I still didn't play it. So I don't know what would draw me back to that game <laughs> at this point. I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, but I will say that um, speaking of games that are similar, I, I came across I know I think it's been out for PC maybe for a little while. Uh, I'm not totally sure. Um, but I did find that there's this game coming to switch this year um, called Parkasaurus and it it looks like kind of like what I want from this game, which it's it's much more cartoony and stuff like that, but it really reminds me of like the old roller coaster tycoons and stuff like that. Parkasaurus. It's really, really cute, like renditions of dinosaurs, very colorful. Everything is super, super colorful, whether it's the landscapes or the dinosaurs themselves. You've got pinks, yellows, like bright blues, purples. It's really, really cool. Um, and just the the amount of like landscaping and you know, different walkways and, and things you can make. It really looks like you can throw in a lot of fun details to your park. Um, so I'm really, I'm really interested to play this game uh, way more than I am to dive back into Evolution 2. Um, but yeah, have you have you ever had, had a chance to look at Parkasaurus at all? No, I know nothing about video games or computer oh, games. Man. I have zero, zero time. To even watch <laughs> Cretaceous. 
Yeah, I and you you I know you've talked about it before, right? Like playing games and stuff like that was was kind of an in for you as well, right? I mean, Back in the day. Yeah, as a kid. As a kid, I played games all the time. I mean, my Nintendo 64 was like attached to me and the dinosaur games I used to play all the time and I mean, I did. I used to you like um some sim theme park, like not roller coaster tycoon, but like some theme park. Oh, I love uh-huh. that stuff. But man, um no, like after age 11, 12, I just walked away. Wow, you just left it behind. So I sad. Did. You got to find some more time. You got to find some time, play some games, (laughs) you know, have some you time, I think, because like, I think I might play more games than I've ever played. I don't know. Um, (laughs) No, I said I know, but whatever. I love playing video games. I played that uh, Lego Jurassic World a little or Lego Jurassic game when that came Mm -hmm. out a while ago. I, I played that like a little bit and I really enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed that a lot. I just I don't know. I just can't. I can't justify just sitting there playing a game when I just, the floor needs clean. Like this is the problem when you get old. But how can you turn down a game that has knit like winter, like hats, like (laughs) on dinosaurs and and like a hat that looks like an upside down ice cream or like a birthday hat on a Brachiosaurus. Like how could you deny that? Like that's Maybe the game I, just I don't want. know. <laughs> you I just got don't you know got to check this game out because it looks super fun. Um, even when when the, when the Stegosaurus is sleeping, they just put Z's up on the screen. Like oh, it's it looks beautiful. Like it looks really cool. It's very cutesy, but like I think it looks awesome. It looks very fun and an interesting graphic style. Now I know a lot of people complained about like how Jurassic World Aftermath looked with its like you know animated style. That stuff never bothers me, but I'm very interested in the gameplay aspect of this. What is this hat? I don't even know what this is. Some sort of, oh man, it looks like a Kentrosaurus with like, oh, this one has sunglasses on? That's amazing. See, this is the dinosaur game I want. So I will be playing this <laughs> hopefully before diving into uh, Evolution 2 again. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, uh, thank you, Bodie, for the uh, voicemail there. Let's go ahead and move on to our final one. This is our last one, and it comes from George. Take it away, George. Um, This is George again. I didn't get to say it as much in the last thing because I just thought of it. Um, I wanted to know your thoughts on Mattel and... Any and um, also, I wanted to know your thoughts on the Jurassic World Evolution Two. I've been—I don't know if you know him, but I've well. seen the—I <laughs> have watched the Gaming Beaver on YouTube, and he is a—I um, believe his name—I can't remember his name, but I know he was on the Jurassic Park quiz, Jurassic Pop Quiz, one episode. Also, I love watching Clayton Fiority. Um, the reason I was asking, saying um, about the Gaming Beaver is that he was, he has been doing a, been getting the chance to do a lot of gameplay for Jurassic World Evolution 2, testing out the game for them, and he has posted so many videos on his channel on YouTube. Um, if you want to see, if you have seen them, I want to know your thoughts. But if you have not seen them, I'd like it, um, you can go over to his channel. 
he, um, I thought the graphics and everything looked great for Evolution 2. Not much has really changed, but there's still a lot of improvement they added to the game. I've been, I've played Jurassic World Evolution the year it came out, and when I looked at the Jurassic World Evolution 2, my mind was blown. Um, I am very, I have a very high IQ and everything for being 13 years old, but just what I saw for him doing the gameplay, it looked like the game it would be extremely complicated, but the game looks even <laughs> yeah. more complex. Oh. Um, when you get the chance, um, just do whatever. You can go look at that. Keep up with the great work. This podcast is amazing. Like I said, stay safe, stay Jurassic. Um, I might leave an e- another one of these because I want to see if you it make my dreams come, come true. If you could ever, that's my baby. If you could ever call. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, George. Thank you so much for the voicemail. Um, so I think this one was – this might have been that voicemail from September, if I remember correctly. Um, and it sounds like it was a lot of, like, pre-release information that was maybe coming from um, Gaming Beaver, which, yes, we did have the Gaming Beaver on on the Jurassic Pop Quiz with James and Steve at some point. Uh, so go check that out if you haven't seen that. Um, but um, – as far as watching those, no, I did not get a chance to watch those. Got a lot going on, didn't get a chance. Um, and as you may have heard, Jurassic World Evolution 2 really uh, hasn't done it for me. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I will note a few things. All right, so you mentioned the graphics, uh, George. So the graphics, yes, they look fantastic. I think they look beautiful, all the dinosaur designs and and the movements and the, the behaviors and stuff like that. Everything looks fantastic. Um it doesn't look a whole lot different than the other game, but um, I think when the environments and the added, you know, backgrounds and stuff like that you have in this game, it it is just stunning. It looks beautiful. Um, you mentioned the uh, something about it looks like there's maybe a lot of improvements. I just wrote no, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you you kind of followed that up with um, you know mentioning the IQ thing and how like hey this game looks complicated it looks a little complicated and i'm like yeah yeah it's very complicated like for for no good reason it, that's that's my number one issue i feel like with this game is it's just like unnecessarily complicated i've i found that like i open the game and i, I have to do a task and i'm just like staring i'm like i don't know what i need to do <laughs> i have no idea so that's also what kind of scares me about going back to the game after not playing it for over a month now. I'm like, oh, I don't, I got to relearn it again. And the thing was, I feel like they added a lot of these quote unquote, you know, improvements and, and complications to the game. And they didn't necessarily give you, you know, a lot of good description about what you're supposed to be doing. So I just found it very difficult and, Hopefully that quality of life update has helped out. I, I did hear that, you know, things are a little bit easier. So that makes me a little bit happier. But it did feel unnecessarily complicated and 
you know, I don't I don't know what kind of IQ you need to have to play this game, but I don't have it. So um, I would rather play something not easier or simpler or anything like that, but just more fun because I didn't find a lot of joy in this game. And I know I'm ripping into this game a lot in this episode, but um, I've been playing, which I know, you know, it's been out for a little while, but I've been playing the Spider-Man game on, on the PS4 and I'm like, that game's just so much fun. It, yeah, maybe it's repetitive in, in nature, but like I am having a blast playing that game. Um, so give me something fun. And that that Parkasaurus that I was just mentioning, not an ad for Parkasaurus or anything. We're not getting like sponsored, but like it looks so much fun. Like this, this yeah, evolution needs something to to give me some some bit of fun here. But um, after everything I've said, Jen, does uh, do you want to play Evolution Two? Ah. <laughs> uh. No. You want to not, buy a computer right and, and play like on a PC or play on a, you know, an Xbox or PlayStation or something? No, you don't want to Not in the immediate future. No. no. Hmm. Well, maybe why it will, like when he gets older. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm, then I'm, I'll I, play. I'll play with him. him. I'll, we'll play it together. <laughs> Ask play. me in like what? 8 years, <laughs> 9 years, how old do you have to be for this? Well, here's the thing. I mean, I, I, uh, when I was playing, I did, I think my last stream that I did of Evolution 2, my son was next to me and he was like, maybe you could probably hear him on the stream. I don't know. I didn't listen back. But, um, you know, he was like, he was kind of interacting. I was doing all the playing and he was just watching and interacting and talking about what was going on. So he enjoyed it. So, you know, give it a few, few more years. You'd probably be right there. I'm okay with that. Like, if doing that together would be fun. Like, it wouldn't just be playing a game just to pass time or just to win. Like, it'd be an interactive, fun, together experience. So, yeah, I would do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Recently, I've been handing over the controller and letting him swing through New York as Spider-Man, mm -hmm. and uh, he's having a blast. He loves just – he's like, Dad, watch how good I am at this. He just swings his webs around. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah we played the um the Lego game for a little while. We actually I think we we beat the game. We played through everything together. Uh he didn't do a ton cuz I feel like it was a little complicated for him at the time. But yeah, eventually they'll all be able to play and uh probably play circles around us eventually. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I I feel like I can I can I can play a video game. I'm I'm fairly decent at it. So, we'll see if Lincoln I used can uh, to be. top me. <laughs> I used to be a very good video game player. I beat everyone all the time, but I just don't do it anymore. We'll see. We'll see in a couple years when he wants to play. We'll see if it all comes back. I hope. I hope like there's like a montage of you like, just like <laughs> like denying. I don't want to play you. I don't want to play. You. And then you pick up this dusty controller. You like wipe it off. You like <sighs> you blow off the the dust and it just goes up in the air. It's very cinematic. And then you're like. And, and all of a sudden, you're just the best player again. I hope that happens. <laughs> we'll see. It's possible. <laughs> but uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, George. Thank you, each and every person that uh, called or wrote in for this episode. Uh, it's 2022. We've got a lot to discuss. And I think um, we'll be talking about Dominion and Camp Cretaceous, maybe some Evolution 2 for a while. Um, so, you know, if you have any thoughts or questions, please Call us, 732-825-7763. Email us, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. And go to our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com, and fill out our contact form. You can message us right over there as well. Um, but, yeah, keep them, keep all the, uh, the, con uh, the questions and comments coming, and we will always be here to answer them. Hopefully, each and every month, if we can remember. <laughs> <laughs> and we yeah, try to answer. It's always tough. 
it's yeah so. try yeah that's the that's the key word is try to answer I mean, but basically you ask a question about one topic and then we're like seven topics away I'm like did you know about this thing that i just heard about that has nothing to do with the question and then 45 minutes later yeah what's the question yeah <laughs> that's what we do here that is what we do here yeah i feel like more times than not we get to the end and we're like did we answer it i don't know maybe sorry that's why i've been trying to write stuff down uh, so that even though i wrote down separate journeys it gave me no context to what the question was <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning of the show so apologies but uh jen thank you so much for joining me once again uh what do you got going on what's going on uh let everybody know where they can find you uh well as always i'm over at bdh network on twitter and instagram and bricedhoward.com we just finished the 25 days of bricemas um i guess over there just waiting waiting for news waiting to archive just waiting to do stuff and that's that and then um the Jurassic Vault. I really need to get on that. I really, I have so much stuff to post for that. But I do the Jurassic Vault at JurassicVault.com and Jurassic Vault on Twitter. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, what do you think is going to be the main topic next month? What do you, what do you think everybody's going to want to talk about? It's probably going to be that evolution thing because it's just so much of it. So much of it was on evolution. Yeah, sorry. Less than I could talk about. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and unfortunately, I don't know what, what date is the Super Bowl. You might be more cued in on that. But, like, it will probably be recording before that, I would assume. February 6th. Oh, you had no problem saying February right there. So that was good. Good start. Very good start. Uh, let me take a look at the, the calendar I think it's here. The they added a week, though. But then they took out a week. Ooh. So I think it's still Ooh. the 6th. Mm. So if it is the 6th, then we might have to record like again later in the week because uh yeah could be some big stuff happening who knows um let's oh see. it's the 13th it's the oh they did we missed week, it because they, so. they added in the 17th week but i wasn't sure because they took out a preseason. like yeah. hey if we get football questions they're all yours um but because oh, i don't fine. i don't know yes. i don't know anything about that no, at all that uh, throw, i know throw the touchdown. that i know <laughs> yeah so that's that's your thing but uh, unfortunately, we don't really get a lot of football questions on the show. I know. If it happens, though, I'm in this. I got this. I do this one. <laughs> Next month, uh, send in your football questions, and Jen will surely answer them. And I'll just I will. I'll, I'll, I'll let her go. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll probably be talking about any potential trailery stuff in March. Uh, but, but next month, maybe, maybe it's just evolution again. Who knows? But uh, thank you so much for joining me once again here for January the 1st of the uh, of the 2022 year. Um, it's going to be a big year. I'm ready. Yep, it's starting. The ball has begun rolling. <laughs> it literally, it, it fell from the top of that building in New York. It went all the way down. It counted down from like 40 or whatever and then rolled and it's going to keep rolling and it's not going to stop. Begun. It has begun. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for joining us here on the 305th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Thank you so much to Jen, as always, uh, for joining me on the mailbag. We just have so much fun, not even just on the recording itself, but 
the the pre-recording, the the before, the after. There are so many fun chats that we have talking about, you know, uh, kids, life, Disney, uh, watching TV and different movies. So I really appreciate all those fun chats that we were able to have outside of the show. But even on the show, it's always so much fun. And uh, I love all the fun ideas that everybody out there has been sending in. Things to think about. Uh, 2022 is, is that the right date? 2022. Yeah, that's okay. That sounds weird. You know, usually you, you question when you write it. You're like, did I write the right date? But I said it out loud and still wasn't sure. Uh, I think maybe maybe that's the first time I said 2022. Uh, there's a lot of 20s and 22s in there. All right, enough of that. But anyway, <laughs> very confusing. Uh, kicking off January here, and I appreciate each and every person who wrote in, who called in, whatever the case may be. We really, really appreciate each and every one of you. Now, if you want to help us out even a little bit more, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, and let us know what you think. Write a comment in there, leave us a review, and we will read them here on the show. And I did want to point out that you can give numbered reviews over on Spotify now. So if you listen to us on the Spotify app, please go ahead, find our show. Even if you don't listen on Spotify, open up the app and just give us a review that will be very, very helpful for anybody trying to find Jurassic Podcasts out there or Dinosaur Podcasts, whatever the case may be. Let them know that it's a good show and you really appreciate it by giving us that five-star review. But that's all I have for you this episode, so thank you so, so much for listening. Please stay safe out there. As always, we want you to be safe in the world. Be kind to each and every person you come into contact with. And as always, enjoy. I'm going to hand it off to myself for the outro. Take it away. Saddle off. Let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode's show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.